Special thanks to all our patrons who support the show every single week. We couldn't do it without you. Head over to patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast and subscribe today for bonus content, exclusive happy hour live chats, and more. Patrons, you help keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going, and we're so grateful for you. Not a patron yet? Join us today at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. Help support the show by using our Amazon affiliate link. Anytime you shop on Amazon for running gear, food, beverages, or anything else the little gray trucks might bring your way, just use runeatdrink.net slash Amazon anytime you shop. It costs nothing extra. It's only one extra click, and it helps us keep the lights on and the bandwidth flowing. Just go to runeatdrink.net slash Amazon, and we thank you for your support. Hi, I'm Adrian Haslett, and you are listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 251 and our sixth anniversary celebration of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Welcome to the party. Yay! We are celebrating six years of podcast, I'm going to call it podcast excellence, podcast excellence. Aw, that's so sweet. I think I think it's well-deserved. Yeah. It's certainly been a work in progress over six years. I think what's really at the heart of the show is our Runcation Nation community. Oh, 100%. And what a community we have. What a community we have. What we, we have brought some wonderful content to them. And they have come to us for some great experiences over the last year. So... Yeah, so it's only fitting that if we're going to be celebrating six years, we should look back. On, Take a little look back, yeah, yeah. On, on where we've been and maybe where we're going. Since our last anniversary, last June, the big five. Yeah. And now this is six and we're going into seven. Doesn't seem like that long. No, no, it definitely does not. And yet so much has happened and we've met so many wonderful people. Oh, the we the people we have met because of the show it is so amazing to me the conversations we've had with running luminaries with uh, yeah. famous chefs with people who are active in the com- their communities and then just the amazing folks out there in the audience the runcation nation it's been humbling and it's been just a absolute blast to get to meet these people We are very lucky, and I can't wait to see what the next year holds. But in the meantime, we're going to flash back a little bit and talk about some great moments around running, eating, and drinking. How can you go wrong? We've got the recipe. It's in the title of the show. It's in the title of the show, and we're talking about June of last year to June of this year, because that is when... 
you practically made me submit to Apple Podcasts and said, just click it, just click it. And I didn't really, didn't want to. I was nervous. I didn't know if anybody would listen. I went, you said, just do it. And you put my, you put your hand on mine and we clicked the submit. I'm going to take your word for that one. Yeah. I don't remember that being how that went at all. No? No. Really? How do you remember it? Not at all. Oh. <laughs> I could tell him anything then. Absolutely. Could. Really? I don't remember this at all. Yes. He said, we've really got something great. We have wonderful people that we've met and we can give knowledge. We can share. We can enjoy and enhance. And so let's do it. And that part I remember, but like the forcing you to click, I'm a little skeptical. Just saying. What do you mean a little skeptical? A little skeptical. And when I say that, I'm not saying like, you just do it. It's not like that. It's like, I'm just going to push you a little bit out of your comfort zone and you're going to click. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and there we go. There we go. <laughs> Let's. Before we get into all of that, though, yes. let's do some shout outs. We do have yes. a couple and we are a little bit behind with this week's episode. Wait. Before we even do the shout outs, let's just uh, apologize. We mm. normally do a weekly release. This is yes. it's two weeks between episodes. Here. We mm-hmm. had some life get in the way, but uh, yes. that is that does happen from time to time. That's not indicative that we're not ready to rock and roll and out oh, there yeah. running and working out and doing all the stuff. We just had some life get in the way to prevent us from recording. Sorry about that. If you were looking for an episode in the feed last week, yeah, but we'll make up for it. We hope, Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, we have shout outs. You scoured our social media and found them. Some of them, some of them, some of them. It's really, and then we have one that was submitted, which is awesome. So to get to it, first of all, congratulations, Cheryl, who is engaged. Yeah. Yes. I saw that. I saw the bling. Beautiful. Being shown off. Congratulations. Cheers to many happy years. We also wanted to congratulate everybody who entered our drawing. Oh, yeah. We had a lot of people see in our social media feed our our posts about Richard's Father's Day walk and jog. And I believe it is, if I am not mistaken, the 10th anniversary. And they are headed, the Columbia Restaurant Group, Richard Gonsmart, they are headed to a big milestone in terms of fundraising for Moffitt Cancer Center. And anybody who knows knows it's near and dear to our hearts. We've done that race for many years and it it means even more now because of the connection to my dad and his treatment overcoming the cancer that he was diagnosed with last year. Yeah, and we spent a good amount of time at Moffitt yes. in the last several months. So. Yes, so we are lucky enough to know Michael Kilgore, who reached out to us, who is part of that group, and said, come be with us and bring some of your Runcation Nation and and give away some entries here so that we can make the the crowds and the celebration of their milestone that's coming even bigger. 
So congratulations to Kelly, Don, and Michelle, who won the drawings, the, as you call it, the entries. They tagged people. They made sure that they shared. They were, they're following us. And it just, it, it was just fantastic. And we look forward to everybody who can make it to Richard's Run because it is a celebration. It's a fun event. And we were happy to and thankful for the entries that we got to give away. Absolutely. And that as we are recording this episode on Tuesday, that race is coming up this coming Sunday. So <laughs> we're looking forward to getting up to Tampa to do that one. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that start and end at Eulalie. Yay. Can't go wrong I there. hope we see Tim Shackton and... Maybe have a little sip of wedding beer. Exactly. Yeah. We also got an email shout out sent in to I'm so excited. Us. Yes. Go for it. Okay. So the text of the email reads as follows. Hi, Amy and Dana. This is Trip with a little smiley face emoji. How are you guys? Josh mentioned that he might be on your show soon. Can you give him a big shout out in all capital letters from all of us in the Runcation Nation? He has been killing his recovery from heart surgery. He goes to his lake near his house and walks or rucks every day in the blistering heat and humidity that you guys have. Yes, we know this in the South, mm -hmm. just an aside. And in the South, we've got it here. And he's in Alabama, so that's the and South. He's in Alabama, so Florida, Alabama, yes. Humidity, yes. Heat, yes. He's also been hiking on trails, and he's been cleared to power lift again. Josh is really busting his butt. He's healed up and almost back to work. I've talked to JoJo, too. We're also proud of him. Please give him a shout-out with some high-five emojis. Thanks, Thanks, you guys. I'll see you soon when you go live. Hugs to dad, Trip Billy. And Trip, we're more than happy to give him a big shout out. Josh is going to be on an upcoming episode of the show. It's we're true. looking forward to sharing that with everybody. The folks here at the Runny Drink Podcast Towers are hard at work the, in our editing bays, making sure that episode is ready. There are and, so many of them. And sounds as good as it possibly can. So many editors. Yeah. So many editors. <laughs> so we will get that one out there in the feed very soon. But uh, Trip, thank you very much. And if you yes. would like a shout out for you or someone you love on the show, email us at info at runeatdrink.net. That's info at runeatdrink.net. Or call us and leave a voicemail. And you can at 941-677-2733. And we can play it on an episode. If you want to shout out somebody in the Runcation Nation, or you want to shout out for an accomplishment that you have made yourself, don't forget to send them to us. We do our best to collect them. But as Dana said earlier, sometimes life gets in the way. We get we miss things on social media. Help us just continue that feeling of shout outs and gratitude and celebration headed into year seven of our show. Absolutely. So let's talk running from oh, the last year. My goodness. <laughs> it started at Richard's Run. Yeah. But there are things that we do around running, not just 
going to events and accomplishing, exploring, and indulging with the Runcation Nation. We also have topics and people, like you said, running luminaries, heroes of ours that we actually get to have conversations with too. Yeah. And getting to do amazing events and talk to these inspiring people is, I think, one of the greatest aspects of doing the show. And we hope that you guys are all enjoying these. We want to give you ideas of places to go and races to do, Mm -hmm. but we also want to provide you those episodes that motivate you, get you off the couch, maybe help you push through that long run. I love spoken word content when I'm out doing a long run. It helps me focus and not focus on how much I hate running, but I focus... In the moment in this Florida in the Florida heat, right now I in the running. summer, I, it's fair. Yeah, but if I have a podcast to listen to and I'm in the conversation, yes, it helps me focus on that instead of the conditions. So indeed, I don't know. You want to start up talking about some favorite races? I oh yes, I. It's hard for me to choose races from this past year. But one of my all-time favorites from this past year would have to be Gasparilla. Yeah. Now, that's a repeat race we've done. Mm -hmm. We've covered on the show a couple of times. We're, of course, talking about the Gasparilla Distance Classic in Tampa, Florida. That is a February race. And it is a – it's a – fantastic weekend i love it getting into tampa that time of year weather's usually good usually Uh, the course is fast flat paved beautiful the expo is phenomenal the party the party environment around it is fantastic the entertainment on the course the the water stops on the course the just it's I love it. I love the entire weekend. And we were ambassadors for that weekend this past year. Yes. That was our first time getting to be ambassadors for the Gasparilla. That was awesome. Yes. And I certainly hope that we did them justice as we talked about that weekend, which meant so much to us because several members of the Runcation Nation came to that weekend to accomplish, explore, and indulge in Tampa. Yeah, we had a huge meetup in Tampa. Mm-hmm. We had, oh gosh. Fitz I mean, was there on the mic and race announcing. It was awesome there to know that she would be at the start and the finish of all of the races and get us going and celebrate accomplishments. She's just, she adds a whole layer of positive energy that you just it's contagious. It makes you want to go to events with her and with Rudy. Oh, absolutely. Team noisy. Absolutely. They're great. Mm-hmm. They are great. And that, if you want to hear about the Gasparilla Distance Classic in detail, that is episode 244 in the feed. If you go to runningdrink.net and you click on listen now, yeah. you can go back all the way to episode one. But we've got all the episodes mm-hmm. right there for you to listen to. But that one will tell you about a great race weekend and... I believe there's some delicious food and beverage in the episode. I know as well. there yeah, is. Yeah, just saying. That you got to partake in and for that half. And I really wanted to I mean that Mexican food that Darlene found and Jotoro, yeah. <gasps> I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. say that a favorite one of mine from this the past year 
is actually also a Florida race and mm-hmm. also one that Fitz was announcing. And that is going to be my solo weekend doing the Donna half marathon up in Jacksonville. That was a tough, a tough time of year because we had to switch off events. That was in the really in the midst of your dad's treatment and we were having to tag team it. So somebody had to be with him. Somebody had to be back home with mom. Somebody had to be run our household. Mm-hmm. And we were just cycling through. And then, oh, by the way, we got a race weekend. Someone's got to cover this weekend. And, and Donna, it, my always, turn in the barrel. It, it means so much to us. And it just, it looked like so much fun. And Jeff is there. Fitz is there. Jeff Galloway, America's coach, of course. We're talking about and Fitz Kohler, one half of Team Noisy and a cancer survivor herself, an inspiring cancer survivor who just author extraordinaire. Yes. You just released another book and friend of the show. It's just it's a, a weekend that is very near and dear to us. Yes. Yes. And so the fact that you went means a lot. And I got an opportunity to go back and look at a couple of places that we had been to before to do little live streams and show people what was up. Mm -hmm. And I also got the opportunity to try out some brand new spots so Mm -hmm. that we could bring something new to the table in terms of the food and beverage. Because if you're going to go to Jacksonville, which is the, the largest city in the state of Florida, you want to kind of have an idea of places to go. What, what's a must do? And we definitely, in the years that we've covered the Donna, we have given a great variety of places in the oh, yeah. Metro Jacksonville area, both in Jacksonville proper and in the beach towns surrounding Jacksonville of places to go for food and beverage Pizza, after pasta, you've accomplished, brunch, you name it. Mexican, it's great the, breweries. But that race keeps getting better. And I'm really excited for this year as well. And I, I know we got several months. I think the highlight of that one is was watching you all on the live stream at the 5K at the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium. Yeah, they changed it up this year. That was very different. So that the, even the 5K felt like a very big event. Because of the way they presented it and the way they, you know, the Jaguars let the race participate in the stadium and up on the Jumbotron. It it was neat. That was super cool. That was fun. It it was a chilly one. It was difficult to cover by myself. I definitely have a whole new appreciation for the division of labor that we have with making the show because I was like, Oh my gosh, this is too much to do for one person. But yeah, it was, that was a lot of fun. That was a really good one. And you had members of the Runcation nation who were taking care of you in that weekend, looking out for you. We had Emily up there and Jessica and it, and you saw Jeff and there it, it was, it's just, it's, Almost like a homecoming for us now. Oh, yeah. And I can't wait to get back to it this next year because I have some making up to do for accomplishing, exploring, and indulging and supporting the Donna Foundation. Absolutely. Now, that one is 242, that recap that we did, that episode number. Yes. 242. Yeah, 242. And, And we also, you mentioned the interviews. Yeah. 
We've been really lucky over this last year when Jeff Galloway moved his race weekend, which we've got to get back to yes, and make up for lost time this past year being sick. Oh, dreadfully sick, dreadfully sick. There's nothing worse than getting food poisoned. There, there really isn't. That is just the absolute worst. Or the worst stomach virus, whatever it was that we had. Norovirus. It was not good. It no. was not good. And uh, Jeff Galloway's race moved to St. Patrick's Day weekend, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And that was one. I was very interested in that because it's been years since we've been in Atlanta that time of year. Oh, yeah. I do remember how pollinated Atlanta gets in in the spring. I was a little <laughs> concerned about that, thinking that race might be powered by Benadryl. Mm. But I was also looking forward to it because it. T- I know that it tends to be still very mild in terms of the weather. And let's face it, as much as we love Jeff's race when it's in, what, the second week of December. Some second, Second third. week of December, third week of December. It's chilly and a little bit damp chilly? every year. It's... 28 degrees at the start line. Which I loved. I know you do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But we want to get back and we want to do the St. Patrick's Day edition. Oh, absolutely. Atlanta's a fun town for St. Patrick's Day. And what a beautiful race. Doing that race that time of year where Piedmont Park is going to just look more green and more verdant. Beautiful. As opposed to sticks in the wintertime. Uh, I think that would be a lot of a lot of fun. It'd be nice to see. And then you've got amazing food and beverage scene in Atlanta, especially yeah. around St. Patrick's Day. When and, you start Googling and looking for places. Uh, Who's doing something fun for St. Patty's Day? Literally everybody. The whole a city. bunch. A bu- and also, it was great to get Jeff on the show to talk about that first, uh, when it first happened. When it first happened, it was just great. And he's always so motivating and so generous with his time and, and talking about the differences in weather and the, the fun theming around the 5K with the leprechaun theme. Mm-hmm. And St. Patrick's did the tide of St. Patrick's Day. And it's just, I just can't wait to experience it. And we're so lucky to have had him on the show so many times. In episode 217, he did not disappoint. No, he did not. No. And I am also super excited. We got to get a nice update from him about how he's doing on his recovery. Yes. As well, because he had his heart issue earlier in the year, and he's back at it. Yes. You saw him at Donna, and we it, he's just got a passion to help people run until they're 100 injury-free. Yeah. And I have no doubt he's going to be doing it. Yeah. 217 is that episode. Yes. Check that one out. Uh, you also got, now, this was your year for, I'm going to see just how, I'm going to get some big fish on the show. I'm going to I'm gonna get some big names that we've never had before. And all of a sudden, she's like, I'm going to get Dave McGilvery on the show. And I'm, yes. like, I'm like, I know that name. I've seen him on the Boston movie. Good luck with that. Next thing you know, she's like, so I got Dave McGilvery. He's coming on the show next week. <laughs> Such a nice man, so giving with his time and just his books. And then he turned around and he actually donated books for our fundraiser for Donna. So he his he's the original charity runner. Yeah. Running across country and just his life is 
so interesting. And I really, you talked about that Boston documentary and that running across the country and then turning around and the job saying, report back. We're going to have to let you go. And they let him go. Yeah. But sometimes in that lowest point, you find your true purpose. And I think that he found it running across country for the Jimmy Fund and also for it discovered his purpose in incredible talent for directing incredible races like the Boston Marathon. So in episode 218, he talks about his life and all the different lessons that he learned. I think we titled that Earn the Right because he talked about that a lot. Earning the right and doing putting the work in is a lesson that goes back to his grandfather and the first time he attempted to do the Boston Marathon. So uh, it was just so great. We've seen that guy on, what, 60 Minutes? Uh-huh. And the Boston documentary? Mm-hmm. And he's on our, he was on our show. Yeah. On our show. And he, you've heard him, you've heard a stinger where he's introduced the show before. Uh-huh. He's now officially friend of the show. Much Love like it. Much like the next person that you managed to land and get on the show. Again, Amy's like, I'm going to get Adrian Haslett on the show. And I'm like, yes. good luck with that. I'm like, such that, an there's no way she's, look, I know Amy can do anything she sets her mind to, but, oh. I'm, I, but I'm like, this person's going to be like, the what podcast? Unless it rhymes with Joe Rogan. I'm like, yeah, they're not going to. Well, but yeah. next thing you know, I got Adrian Haslett on the show. Oh, and she was so giving of her time. We just had a lovely, I think, two-hour coffee chat that yeah. turned into two episodes. She was great. So much fun to talk to. So chill. Yes. She was just, she chatted it up with us about her whole journey around running and then becoming a public speaker, a motivational speaker for companies and groups and organizations, and certainly motivational on episodes 220 and 21, because it was all the training, all the events that led up to her training for Boston with Shalane Flanagan. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody remembers Shalane's awesome career and running with the flag when she won New York City. Of course. Incredible. It's one of those visual iconic moments. Yes. And Adrian is just, if you want to go back and listen to a couple of episodes that will motivate you to overcome obstacles or it'll motivate you to to stop with the excuses. Yes. Absolutely, like you're like, oh, I, my my back hurts and I'm or my, I'm sore and or I'm tired and I want to go sit on the couch. And then you listen to that episode and you're like, I'm gonna go run now because I have no excuses. None. She got it done. She got it done, and I think she she wanted to rise to the level of Shalane's coaching and she certainly did in spades. I just, those are two episodes that I am particularly proud of in this past year. Yeah. And so proud. that's episode 220 and 221, right? Yeah. Check that out. Now you mentioned them before you mentioned team noisy. 
a lot of people, you go to a lot of races, you go to most races, even, mm. I'm going to say. And the announcer is just maybe it's somebody affiliated with the race. Maybe if you're lucky, you get a local radio, local celebrity maybe. who's got some mic presence. But that that's not always the case. But whenever you go to a race when you've got one or both of Team Noisy there. Ah, uh, Rudy and Fitz. They make it such a great experience mm-hmm. when you're at, like the pre- start party at the beginning and then bringing you in at the end, making you feel like you're seen and you're being celebrated. No matter what. And we got the opportunity to talk with both of them. And it was really great to hear Rudy and Fitz both talk about the genesis of how they became Team Noisy. I, it's just, Rudy is like a... He seems to me just like a person who would, he's like my dad in the way that he recognizes talent the same way my dad did when he was a football coach and then grooming young administrators in his later educational career when he was a principal. Just identifying the talent and saying, yes, I'm going to push you to just say, come on and just do it to fits and look at what was born. Yeah, and they really are something else. Whether the event is going to have both of them at it or either one of them. I can remember a Donna event where Fitz was going to be, and then because she was there, then he, I think he went and did the Indie Mini. Yes. Yeah. And that was, I think, a picture from JoJo and Susie. We know her. Yeah. Or we know him. We, uh, we know both of them. We do. In the photo. <laughs> but, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> it's... When they can't be together, if they are dividing and conquering yes, the continent. But it's so great. Like they mentioned some great races out there in California. We really need to get out there and hear them on the mic out there with some beautiful courses. Yes. I believe that they, great parties. they did the OC marathon. Looking forward to trying that one out. That one's been on our list for a while. Yes. We had the opportunity to have Team Noisy at the 2022. Two Gasparilla. Gasparilla, yes. Where we had both of them in full pirate garb. And when we were coming in, Fitz was at the finish line with us for a photograph. And then Rudy was reading our shirts when we were wearing the I'm not slow, I'm making the most of the race entry fee shirts, which was great. And just to have them on the show, it's... It's great to get the perspective of race announcers and stories that they have to tell. And what I love about them is that they're both runners. So So they they get it. And they know what we need as any level, any kind of runner. And that is episode 235 where we interviewed both of them. So check that one out. Yay. As I like to say, Mm -hmm. all this talk of running makes me hungry. Has it? It does. Has it really? It does. Not yeah. Gonna, I'm, I'm just saying. And we're fortunate. It made you hungry this year. It did. Okay. Oh, boy, did it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably too hungry. We need a little, focus a little more on the running, a little less on the eating. But no. we did have some great moments and some great places that we were able to find. Oh, we did. We had great moments around food ha- had to be just the recent Hot Ones challenge for 
Cinco de Mayo slash May the 4th be with you. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, we decided that <laughs> we would have some fun for Cinco de Mayo. Yes. We would do some hot sauce tasting and have a little fun with it. And Amy's reaction to a, I believe it's a hundred and something thousand Scoville. This is Scorpion. Uh, it's a Scorpion boss or it might be 700,000 Scovilles. It's up there. It's really hot. Yeah. So the Amy's reactions got pretty popular. And this year, our executive producer, one of our patrons at the indulge level, Josh Osborne, <laughs> he was kind enough to send us three uh, sample packs. We got this massive care package from what in the world? Right. And it's the entire season 20 of hot ones sauces. And it's like 10, 10 it sauces 10. there. And then a separate kit from top chef that had three sauces Very in nice. it and then some others as well. So it was, Very it, nice. it was massive. And we did a fun live stream did it later because at that point when Amy gets to the really hot sauces, the four-letter words come out and we might lose our family-friendly rating. That's why so. you have a button on the board, Dana. Yeah, I know. I'm working on it. We're trying to figure out how to properly use this thing so that when you say things like, oh my, this is hot, we're not the getting... we're still okay. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're not, still safe. We're not getting yanked from iTunes. We're still iTunes, safe. So. Of course. I, that was a lot of fun. That's episode 249. That wasn't that long ago. It was just last just last mm, month. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I know that I'm going back to Tampa, but, and I can't. We went other places than Tampa this year, folks, just so you know, but we're gravitating. Yes, we went to, and it was a challenging year in terms of travel because of illness. Yeah. Let's be honest it, yes our first out-of-state race for the year got canceled due to being food poisoned yeah, so yeah we're gonna make up for it though oh indeed we will definitely make up for it in the meantime though the the wood-fired place in tampa that we discovered as a result of being up there for so long with my father during his treatment. Talk about taking lemons and making lemonade. Amy and her dad go and sc dad. scope out this wood-fired pizza place in the very north end of Tampa, out by uh, the University of South Florida. My dad north found of it. My dad found it. And I'm going to tell you what. The meatball appetizer. Oh, it is tasty. The wood-fired. It's all in a wood-fired oven. The wood-fired wings, the pizza, the salads, even. They don't wood fire the salads. They don't wood fire the salads, but what they cook, they cook in the wood fired oven. Everything they make that we had the opportunity to try, so delicious. And they have a, an extensive wine list as well. That, in terms of indulging in maybe a glass of wine. This And they can steer you towards things that are pricey or things that are more economical, depending on what you're there to celebrate or what you're there to enjoy. But I really liked their New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. Just I know we're in the food portion. But. I know. But I'm just proud of you for fitting a wine into an episode this week. I know. We keep saying that we're going to expand our palates. And do more wine. And maybe that will be true in year seven. 
Maybe. maybe. <laughs> We're working on it. Yes. Yes. Oh yes. gosh. Yeah. That's that. That's a good one. Now I'm gonna. I much like you. I'm going to keep it to that Tampa location only because this one just jumped out in my mind. It was a lot of fun to go to with members of the Runcation Nation, and I mm. do think that maybe that influences the food if you're hanging out with friends it makes the food taste better and you're coming off a big accomplishment running a half marathon in never worn pirate costume gear oh listen yeah so we're going back to episode 244 for the gasparilla and this was like you said never before worn pirate costume full garb with i'm wearing the shirt the vest the tricorn hat the sash it's 90 plus degrees out on the race course it was brutally hot and I needed some good food and beverage after the fact. Oh. And I believe it was Darlene who yes. found this place. I do uh, believe you are. That's what you said. And I and believe it, uh, we are remembering this correctly. And I made a passing mention of it a few, little bit ago. A place in Tampa down near Sparkman Wharf, the old channel side. Channel side. And it's called Jotoro. And it's a wonderful Tex-Mex spot. Mm. And Typically, it's one of those things like I would be like, oh, boy, it's going to be like a fancy Tex-Mex and a touristy area. I don't know if this is going to be good. No, 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 no. Food was fantastic. Mm. They, they did a great job. Had so much fun. I, it also may have tasted a little bit better because I ended up getting an Uber ride with a couple of friends of ours from the show. And our Uber driver was going to kill us. And it was very nice to <laughs> get out of their car and celebrate life. And with oh, okay. food and beverage, you mean the trip to the restaurant from the hotel was, was perilous. Yes. It was a harrowing journey for you. I'm just saying that he may have parked on the active trolley tracks. Whoa. And yeah, it was, it was crazy. Well, I'm glad that you made it. The near death experience and, and made it taste delicious and it's good in its own right. I'm of course being facetious, but um, so much fun. I'm going to also bring up another one. Oh, please do. And it's a relatively new addition. We just recorded this one a couple of episodes ago. It's one that we've been meaning to get on the show literally since the very first episode. It was on it was what? technically on the first episode. It was on the first series of episodes the very, around the Tampa Beer Run. That was the first race we ever did. Yep. Just a couple of episodes ago, we recorded the food and beverage from Copper Tail Brewing in mm-hmm. Tampa. And I've got to say, of all the tap rooms that we've gone to, this one had one of the most impressive kitchens that I think I've had. I they put it on par job. with, say, Wicked Barley in Jacksonville. 100 yes because there's some fantastic food yes and um, beverage and that's one of those that if you have people in your party that are not beer drinkers or perhaps are not of age to drink they can still have a nice sweet tea or iced tea or soda and have delicious food and it'll be just fine exactly it's amazing food there Oof. and that's episode 244 for jatoro for tex-mex down near Sparkman Wharf and episode 249 for Copper Tail Brewing. Yeah. We went to go run Meb's race. Meb came on the show to talk about his race and we finally made it to Copper Tail. Had delicious tacos. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> both of those are <laughs> taco, 
Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. Listen, no. you can make anything a taco. But oh. all that talk of food, of course. Are you thirsty? I am. Mm, I knew you were going to say that. Let's, I'm, let's talk beverages. What can I say about beverages? Except we have had, speaking of Coppertail, I enjoyed the flights we had there when we went to go run Meb's inaugural race. We we had many and Maybe it was the theme. Maybe it was the theme that made me, because that made me love the one that I enjoy, or the two, I'm sorry, that I enjoyed the most. Sidious Cider and the Bruce Banner Hazy Double IPA. Mm -hmm. And you would never hear me say, oh, a double IPA, which was a heavy hitter in terms of ABV, but... They were but. delicious. And the City of Cider, that was a unique color and a unique flavor. It was just so very good. It was. And I and we did our hot takes right there in terms of the flights. And it was just rather tasty, I would say. Very nice. Now... And you can listen to our hot takes back on that episode. So, yeah. Okay. I'm going to go so different. Oh, you are. So different from anything that is normal. When I was covering the Donna. Yes. I ended up going to a Thai restaurant that you... In all fairness. You got a recommendation to send me to. Yeah, it wasn't me. It was Amy Mergen, who was on the board at the Donna Foundation. Yeah, so I'm going to go a little different. I'm a huge Thai food fan, as you know, and as of course. many of our listeners know. Grew up eating it. A weird juxtaposition. I grew up in a very Southern household. My mom had a very good friend who was first-generation Thai and helped raise me. <laughs> so I got to eat a lot of home-cooked, very spicy, delicious, amazing Thai food. And Amy's recommendation of the Blue Orchid in Jacksonville was so spot on. The food was traditional. It was incredible. But they did some interesting things to include grown-up versions of Thai iced tea. And their Thai tea that they did that had some, maybe a little bit of alcohol in there. Oh, a little bit. Was super tasty. And you're the one who introduced me to Thai tea. I didn't even know it existed. And it's, and for anybody who doesn't know what it is, typically, what is it made up of? Uh, typically, it's a very strongly brewed black tea a black us tea. usually and it will be served with with condensed milk and that's pretty sweet thick. sweetened condensed yeah. milk and then often depending on the restaurant sometimes they'll actually sweeten the tea itself so you get double whammy of sugar and caffeine and then this one it was sugar caffeine and some tasty liqueurs Absolutely one of my favorites for the year. Very unique, very different, very beautiful drink. It had some hint of coconut in there. I think they were, they might have used a little coconut milk in it. It was. That would give a different kind of sweetness. Yeah. It, it was really cool. I 
love Thai food and beverages because you introduced them to me based on your experience from childhood. So it was nice to get that recommendation from Amy up there in Jacksonville and send you to a place that would take you back to your roots. Yeah, a little exactly. Bit. Yeah. Exactly. So that was really nice. Yeah. And just a cool spot, the Blue Orchid. And that one we talk about again back at the, the Donna episode mm-hmm. 242 for this year's episodes so far. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Man, we've covered running, we've covered eating, we've covered drinking. Guess what? You know what that means, right? We've reached the finish line. Oh my goodness. But that is another year in the can and yeah. getting ready to start year seven now. And we had a lot of great experiences, more local, I would say, in the Florida area this year than previous years. Than previous years. But really, we found some great things. We were able to take advantage of some things and try them out that we hadn't been able to before in the Tampa area, in the Jacksonville area. And I just think this whole year and overcoming challenges in terms of injury, or in terms of training around what life gives you and the need to take care of family. That I this has taught us to really soak up the moment when we have the ability to travel and see the country and run races that show us different parts of the country and local and regional favorites in terms of food and beverage that uh, that we shouldn't take that for granted and Absolutely. we can't wait until we have another meetup with the runcation nation somewhere across the country and that we are just so proud and so happy to begin year seven and do some more much more exploring and indulging after the accomplishment Exactly. So with that said, we would like for you to stay tuned for next week for more accomplishing, exploring, and indulging with you guys. But that's going to do it for this week's episode. But before Mm. we go, if you want to be part of our new series that we're doing, Amy had this wonderful idea called the Runcation Recap. You may have heard one last episode. We had Dean... And Judy and Linda guest on the show to recap the Keys 100 down there in, in well, in the Keys, in and, the Key West. And <laughs> so many of you guys out there have experienced runcations that we all might want to consider putting on our bucket list. And exactly what better way to learn than to talk to you guys in about the community. your yeah. experiences. So. Email us if you want to share a great option for accomplishing, exploring, and indulging. That's info at runeatdrink.net. Info at runeatdrink.net. Shoot us a quick email. Let us know you've got a runcation recap idea, and uh, let's hear from you. We would love to to get you on the show and share that with the rest of the Runcation Nation. Thank you for joining us. 
for a recap of six years on the show. We could not have done it without you, Runcation Nation. We're so grateful. And this week, we celebrate you, our community. Cheers to all the listening you've done on your long run, your commute to work, around the house, or wherever you are. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe and well, and we will accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink Podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink Pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.